Welcome back, everyone, to week number eight of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. I'm Sterling Hammer, and this is Lee Paddock. We uh, bring you another week. Um, it's 8-9-2020, just a kind of timestamp where we're at in this moment for this movie. But this, as you guys know, the repeating pattern, this week's film is Lee Paddock, so I'm going to pass it on right to him. Well, uh, this week I chose uh, a favorite movie of mine. Uh, it's from 1997. It's called Boogie Nights. Uh, it's directed by uh, one of my favorite filmmakers, Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, who uh, would eventually uh, sort of uh, evolve beyond uh, this type of movie. He his uh, his career is very diverse, and uh, this movie has a lot of firsters. A yeah, lot has, of young yeah. people in there. Has careers. a lot of yeah. Has a lot of uh, people. Uh, this is uh, Mark Wahlberg's first starring role. Um, we'll uh, talk a little bit about uh, the cast in just a second. Um, but yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, he's made a many a wide variety of uh, different films. Uh, he's sort of. Uh, matured over the years uh is made kind of as the cast says yeah um he's made a uh, couple movies what are some other consider- big hits that he's made how would i know him uh well how would the he directed well he directed uh punch drunk love wow. which is the film with uh, adam sandler uh we'll watch that one day that's a that's one of my favorites seen it <laughs> uh he directed there will be blood with Daniel oh, Day-Lewis. That's a famous one. Uh, that's a fucking masterpiece, <laughs> pretty much. He directed another movie, which isn't very well, which is yeah, which isn't as well known, but it's uh, probably one of my favorite movies of the last decade, The Master. Never heard um, of it. With Joaquin Phoenix and uh, never heard of it. Film, yeah, we'll watch that movie one day. It's a f- it's one of my yeah. It's I think that movie is a, a masterpiece as well. Um, well. What about the movie we just watched? This is a great film. Um, I would definitely put this in the higher uh, tier of his films, but uh, yeah, uh, he's uh, he's one of my absolute favorite filmmakers. I don't love every film he's made, but uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, kind of start you start you off, Sterling, with this film. Uh, to kind of ease you into that, because we're going to probably watch the rest of his filmography as we go along. But uh, now let me kind of talk about the the huge cast in this movie. Yes. It's, an on, it's an ensemble piece. Uh, it stars Mark Wahlberg as uh, Eddie Adams, who would later become who would later become known as uh, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> That's his. Uh, Porn alias uh, in the film. Uh, it also stars Burt Reynolds as uh, the porn director, uh, auteur Jack Horner. Um, Julianne Moore as Amber Waves, the sort of motherly figure. Which was it was a it was different seeing her in this kind of movie. I'm used to seeing her as like. A mom. I guess well, she was a mom she in this is a too, mom but in this like, movie, but a different, uh, a different mom getting sort of mom. Yeah, the porn. She's mom. usually doing like mature roles. It was weird to see her yeah. doing something like this. 
Well, which is more is, edgy. This is a, yeah, this is definitely a mature. This is the era. I mean, she does Lebowski a few years later. One year. Oh, nineteen ninety eight. This came out in nineteen ninety seven. It stars uh, John C. Riley, who's mostly known for like kind of goofy comedies, and he's he's of course the kind of comic relief. Yeah. I would say in this. But movie. he's done serious things. But yeah, yeah, he is. He's just a doofus. He's yeah. You can believe it. He's dumber than the main character. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot everyone. Spoiler alert. But yeah, keep going, Lee. Yeah. Um. God, I don't. I don't think I can even list all of the people who star in this movie, but I guess I'll, I'll go with, I'll kind of finish it off with Heather Graham. Heather Graham, everyone knows her. Probably anyone of our age would know her from Scrubs. Well, they know yeah. her from other things, but I would say that's what I remember her the most from, like, growing up as Scrubs. I would say, the th- no, the thing I would say that I know her most, that I remember the most from is uh, Austin Powers and The uh-huh. Spy Who Shagged Me, the sequel to the... To the first Austin yeah. Powers film, that's it, where it, I Scrubs is where, yeah, definitely. But Scrubs is the last like thing around, I saw her in. This came out like around the same time as well, that. Um, came out the same year as the first Austin Powers movie, actually. Um, so yeah, uh, this has a huge cast. We'll talk more about the the cast as we talk about the characters. This is a this movie. Yeah, this movie is. Uh, it's got. It's. Uh, it's an ensemble piece. It's mostly Don't Don Cheadle. Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about like the rest of the cast as we go along. That's yeah, it. Don Cheadle. There's no one else. No, of course it's not. Only Don Cheadle. Yes, <laughs> Don Cheadle is all. <laughs> um, but I guess I should sort of uh, try to explain what the plot of this movie yes. is. Um, the basic plot is that it's about this young man, uh, who sort of navig who gets sort of seduced into this world of of porn and sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Uh, it takes place during, like, the peak years of the uh, the porn scene yeah. in California. The golden era. Yeah, the golden age of uh, adult films when, uh, when they were you had theaters porn theaters. And um, you could actually sort of be a celebrity in a way Yeah. Um, for being a porn star. You know, this is sort of loosely based on the... The real life story of a porn star named uh, John Holmes, who was I think I've heard of him. I think I've heard of him. Yeah, he's he's, like uh, he's very well known. Uh, a roller coaster life. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Um, and this is you know pretty heavily based on that. Um, and yeah, it like details the lives of all these different characters living in this world. Um, it has a very loose pro- uh, plot structure. It's sort of like, kind of like uh, do the right thing, in a way. Yeah, you know, it's very it's just following. Yeah, it's just like the day to day to day lives yeah. of these people. There's nothing like um, crazy, like government conspiracy. There's no like there's overall. no plot twists. Yeah, it's just uh, it's what you'd it's what Quentin Tarantino would call a hangout movie. You're just hanging out with these characters and just. Uh, Seeing uh, the world through their their eyes, this strange world of porn, very coked out eyes, drugs, <laughs> crack, a lot so of coke, much crack, and yeah, lots of coke. Um, so yeah, um, I love this movie. Uh, I saw it at a pretty uh, <laughs> pretty young age, probably at an age I probably shouldn't have seen it at when I was probably I think I was maybe like thirteen, maybe fourteen. 
Um, oh, that's too young to see this movie. Mm, I don't know. I can tell you I was watching worse movies than this <laughs> when I was 13 or 14. <laughs> Maybe. But, um... Um... Yeah. This, uh... I, you know, I probably watched it because, you know, I heard that it was, you know, it had a bunch of... You just probably heard a porn movie and you were, like, 13. Like, oh. it. Some boot, you know, gonna see some There's boot. sex scenes, but, like... That's not... I yeah. guess if you were a 13-year-old kid, it'd still be exciting, but... Me watching it nowadays as a 27-year-old it's man, very I'm like, tame. yeah, you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, compared to what we can just Google. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're good Christian boys over here, so we don't well, do any of that course, stuff. But. We wouldn't uh, actually watch anything so lewd. Just only the movies. That's only because this is work. It's simulated, you know. Yes, Lee denounces the movie now. It's, I mean, everyone's canceled <laughs> on it. Um, but, no, I, I actually, uh, even then, like, Taking it, you know, taking the all the sex scenes out of the equation. I really liked the film when I first watched it, and as I as I watched it uh, again and again over the years, I've uh, I've liked it more and more. Um, and I'm interested to hear what uh, what you think of the movie, Sterling. This is your first time watching it, so uh, yeah. What I- what what are some of your thoughts about this film? All right. Well, let me give you before I give you my thoughts. I'll give you a little the background I got on this. Uh, The movie cost fifteen million, and it made forty three million. So, in the terms of ninety seven, like nineties, it wasn't like a huge success, but it definitely was like a tiny success. A modest hit. Yeah, Yeah, especially for such a weird random movie, and in the puritanical times of the nineties. Yeah, it is kind of <laughs> funny that this and then it was this successful. Um, well, this movie had a lot of trouble being made, but I guess we'll go into that a little later. Yes, shirt idea. Guess we'll be going into that later. <laughs> Least catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll this was really <laughs> this was released by uh, New Line Cinema. You, I mean, I feel like they do a lot of the movies. Lee they produced the Lord of the Rings movies. That's why I know their name. Um, and the Nightmare on Elm Street films. All right, so none of that boring stuff. Uh, my idea, my thoughts on this movie. I would never watch it again. It I was. Figured. I liked it. I didn't un- not enjoy it. It wrapped up in a way I liked it. You know, everyone's kind of happy ending. Yeah. I liked that, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, I knew you I don't wouldn't hate this. Care movie. about the guy that dies? He was a dumb drug dealer piece of shit. Oh yeah. I don't care about the cuck who killed Thomas himself. Thomas Jane. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> like, William I, like, H Macy. I, just, I was just watching the movie, and I was just kind of just like, I guess I get it. It's a hangout movie, but I and it's great acting. It was cool seeing so many, all the people so young. Like, God damn, is Marky Mark just a young little boy Marky in that lad? Mark, <laughs> and, and <laughs> he would punch you in the face for saying that. <laughs> Probably, um, he doesn't want to get canceled for it. Um. But this movie, it had some. It did have some really like. Uh, it had a lot of good quotes. Uh, my <laughs> I, my favorite quotes. I'll run through you right now, and this, probably just from the these quotes, you'll kind of get like the gist of this movie. <laughs> um, aim yeah. it at her tits, Eddie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Burt Reynolds's line. Least favorite line or favorite moment in the movie. She's got s- some guy's dick in her. It's goddamn embarrassing. 
oh yeah that sucks but <laughs> that fucking scene where uh, no it's uh he's like oh you know my wife's fucking fucking somebody in the driveway it's fucking embarrassing and he's like oh yeah well anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking fuck this, your problem this character is like this literal yeah, he's the he's by, the uh, grandfather of cucking yeah, played by uh, William H. Macy. But I guess he really wasn't a cuck because he didn't like that she was fucking other guys. And he eventually well, goes crazy I over it. I think the the term cuckold means that your you're your wife it. is... No, you're in on it. Well, I, no. I think... No. No. No, I think it does Cuckold have a, means you like watching your wife have sex I with other men. I think it also has the connotation of that your wife is just fucking around on the no. side. And you're... No. You know, you can't do Everyone, I'm going to have... This is a teaching moment for Lee because I guess he didn't know. I know what it, I know that it means. definition, like if you looked up cuckold, the definition but they of they also, but you also get called a cuck if your wife is just cheating on you in general. Sure, but you're not really a cuck. Yeah. People just call him that because it's I like, know, oh, well, you must like it. Thing, but. All right, everyone, well, I'm looking at Lee. This is a weird argument we're having. Yes, right because now. Lee's very wrong and he's just very adamant about. I'm not saying what you're wrong, though. I'm saying I'm your saying definition you are. is correct. <laughs> but your definition but is wrong. I'm saying it has also been used to call people Wrongly. who are getting cheated on cucks. Yeah. Nowadays, but not back in the 90s yeah, and was, the 70s. Yeah. Cuck has been mm-hmm. got way more popular nowadays. I get it's an old word, but you really started using well, it now. Okay, fine. He is sort of, but you could say he's sort of the grandfather. Yes, cuck. definitely, he's the really grandfather cuck. He doesn't really do anything about it. But that, but I mean, by he's not a cuck is yeah, he does do something about it. Eventually, he shoots her dead and, and the he, guy she was fucking, and then himself and he blows his brains out because he was ultimately not okay with it. So he wasn't a cuck. Yeah, we're kind of jumping uh, pretty far ahead because that's a pretty significant moment that happens in the film. It sort of represents the the change from. Uh, the 70s to the 80s, which means like the sort of the peak has now is now sort of on the 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 decline at that point. Things sort of for hit. the ma- our main star, but nothing really ever goes back for Jack. No. Like he loses his passion, sure, but he's still making money. Yeah, when he has he's probably the, making more money than ever before. When they yeah, when uh, the porn scene sort of switches from film to yeah, I bet video. he's making more money than ever before because you don't have to pay the actors as much and. Well, not even that you don't have to pay the actors as much, but you don't have to spend so much money on film. Film was expensive. Right, and that was the the argument that that uh, porn producer was uh, having. With yeah, him most theaters don't do film. I mean, that scene. it's a very good scene. Yeah. And that has one of your favorite quotes in it, too. You were going through your list of yeah, quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another good quote <laughs> is, um, this is a giant cock. <laughs> oh well, that's not the scene. I was no, about. it's not. But I'm going through my quotes. <laughs> that is a great scene. That this is, is my. Quote. This is a giant cock. <laughs> yeah, Julianne that's Moore quote, says quote. that during the porn shoot scene, the first scene that uh, Mark Wahlberg shoots. Yep, you don't get to see his cock until then, everybody, and it's a very clearly prosthetic yeah. cock. And it's not even that impressive when you really look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's very fake. The Blu-ray kind of. Uh, Highlights how, highlights fake, it how is. fake it is. I bet it looked better when it like came out in ninety to seven mm-hmm. film. When the on sort of grainy film. Yes, <laughs> but uh, the Lee the the scene that Lee is talking about that was my that came one of my favorite co- my favorite quote for the movie is 
uh, butter in my ass and lollipops in my mouth. <laughs> call me crazy, call me a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> but I like what I like, basically is what he was saying. Yeah. Um, this, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was what he was like... He, it was the scene where he was trying to get the guy, Jack to switch from Burt film Reynolds. to video. And he was like saying like, Oh, I don't want you to change what you're making. I still want you to make porn. I like porn. I like to watch people have sex on camera, but let's do it on video. Yeah, <laughs> cheaper to shoot. Yeah. And then you get amateurs and they're dumb and cheap. Able to get it out quicker. Yeah. And you get amateurs and you go like, hi, I'm Peyton Anthony and I'm 18. <laughs> Peyton laugh. Well, that's the whole fucking like thing. Um, and my last favorite quote of the movie was, "You guys want to play baseball?" <laughs> oh yes, the the the, the, the craziest scene in the movie when they go to yes, so the, the drug Molina dealer's house. Has a yeah, Alfred Molina. And he's doing crack and he's drug dealer. And Lee explained to me it's because it's freebasing. Yeah, that was. So a, I guess that was like one of the first that ways the they used to talk about it. You want to play baseball and crack? Yeah, or crack. So that's pretty funny. Um, it was a pretty crazy scene. So yeah, there's some Based on a true there's some good scenes incident. in the movie that I liked and some really good lines, but like you were telling me before, you warned me this movie runs on long. It's a two and a half hour long movie, and yeah. and it could have been two hours. I could see, yeah, and I mean, but like, I mean, uh, because but there, I mean, I get it because this movie it's it is a Mark Wahlberg the main star, but like you're getting so many different stories. You're getting the random uh, John, Don Cheadle story right, path yeah. of him meeting a porn star and then falling in love and and him wanting to open his own business. Yeah, and her getting pregnant, being and it's, it's so random. He does these random scenes, and then, and then there's the well because it's he yeah, almost it's, dies and he sees all these people get. And it's about this uh, this whole little like family. This yeah, strange little group. Yeah, the the, um, the the reason why we got in a fight, the poor cut guy. Like every time you see him, you're like, oh, he's just. Every time he came on screen, it was him catching his wife having sex yeah, with another man. Him being embarrassed by it, but like, and fueling his rage. But like, <laughs> also like, he's such a piece of shit. Even for murdering her, like, you're such a bitch, piece of shit. Why don't you just like divorce her or yeah. tell her to stop fucking other guys? But you're just such a piece of shit, lowly, pathetic loser that you kill her, and then you kill yourself. Yeah. I mean, but it was the only moment where he was truly happy. He smiled, and he was like, ah. But he's like, I'm not going to jail, though. Boom. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck going to jail for that. And then uh, they hang his uh, portrait up in the, yeah. in the house. It was funny. Because he was always, yeah, he's still a part of the family. Still part of the family. And she's a cheating bitch in their eyes, but. <laughs> still, it's That's pretty, it's really dinner. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it kind of like has that sort of uh, moral gray area sort yeah, of thing. Because at first that you're like, like, "Oh, this poor guy is dumb doofus, this fucking cuck," <laughs> and then fucking, fucking he kills yeah. her, and you're like, "Oh, that's a really, uh, it's a really interesting scene too." Because yeah, it's all you one. Just, yeah, it's one it's long all one take, shot, right? Yeah, one take. doesn't uh, doesn't cut away. No, it just follows him the whole time, and you're you know what's gonna happen. Because he's just, just like, it, it just finally broke him. It's it's a new decade. She's still doing it. I bet she promised to stop or something, but you never see that or anything. No. Um, but like, he just, he's like, I'm going to face this for another decade. No. No. I'm done with it. I'm just going to kill her. Fucking, yeah. I'm going to kill myself. Um, but yeah. this movie has a lot of those moments where it's just like, oh. Okay. Yeah, there's some su- yeah, there's some surprisingly dark moments in this movie. The fucking scene, especially towards like the end. Yeah, 
Like um, when he's uh, trying to do gay prostitution to make some money. Yeah. At first, it's kind of funny because you're just like, oh, he's so lo- he's such a loser. He's fallen. But then well, as remember, he's do- and it's funny because it's kind of let's kind of go back in a little bit because in the beginning of the movie he was sort of prostituting himself a little bit because he was letting yeah that pe- was ironic he, he would was, show uh, people his dick pe- for ten bucks yeah he was he either let people watch him uh, jerk off for like five bucks. And then for ten bucks, uh, oh, five bucks for f- five minutes, ten bucks for like ten minutes to like watch him jerk off. Yeah, because he has a giant dick. Yeah, that's his like one special thing. Yeah, that's everybody what, has what he was one good special. At. Thing. <laughs> yeah, that's what about this movie kept. Hammering. That's a good quote. Um, but yeah, like th- it was just at first, and it's kind of funny because he he's jerking off, and the guy's saying stuff like, "Man, man, yeah, I'm not gay." Yeah, I'm not gay, and it, and. Who was who? Did it kept cutting back to? Oh, to Roller Girl and Jack. Yeah, and yeah, the, they're doing the doing the, the first pre bang bus. the pre bang bus bang uh, bros. The most it's the most <laughs> awkward, horrible, disgusting. Yeah, they're in a limo thing. and they're just driving around trying to find Let's like make real film people. history. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like that's what like when Bang Bus first started, they really did go out and find real. You couldn't yeah. find real girls to do it, but you could go out and find amateur men and yeah, do it. Yeah, guys. And then just wanted to fuck. you cut to the 90s and the 2000s. They've clearly learned like, oh, well, you just get porn stars and you make a fake scenario where you pick up this lady or man off the street yeah. who just, oh, great, good, great. He's got a big dick or she knows how to fuck. Like, right. And, like, and then it happens. But yeah, it kept it keeps coming and back. that scene's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Both scenes are really rough. But, uh... But then, yeah, the scene turns when, like, he's just, like, you can tell he's, like, he can't get hard. This guy, right. He's, like, be quiet. He's got like, that coke dick. He's not gay. Uh, no. He's trying to get uh, money for drugs. And then, like, yeah, and then it just, out of nowhere, he just starts, uh, the, the car is, His, it's uh, all a group pl- of, trick. Uh, gay bashing Yeah, this shit that probably happened in, like, the 70s and the 80s. Oh, yeah, especially in the 80s. Where they would lure out gay prostitutes, even though they're gay themselves. The guy was in, in it, in on it, mm-hmm. or, like, in it. or ugh, Into getting, it. Into it. But yeah. then they just beat the shit out of him. That's yeah, it's brutal. And then yeah, Jack Reynolds and Roll to Say Girl beat the probably give that guy very bad brain drama yeah, trauma. And, yeah, and he was being a dick, and he uh, okay, but but yeah, he, get your head bashed in, dick. No, nah, I guess not. all he did was say like your movie sucks and you're a whore. <laughs> yeah. And he did make lewd gestures to her earlier in the film. Yeah, he was an asshole. He was a cla- so he should he was definitely a, get his head caved in. He was a, a classmate of hers uh, when they were in high school together. Yeah, yeah. When she uh, she ran that's out. That's what of the, sets him off. She everyone, rolled out of the room. <laughs> yeah, when she that's when she quits high school. Is when she's just like, mm-hmm. "Fuck this guy," and uh, joins the. I'm gonna go suck dick family. for money instead of trying to suck dick for these stupid dick questions. For money. I'm gonna fuck on camera. Go f- suck dick for a test. Like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this movie yeah, is a very, uh, it's sort of like a an emotional roller coaster. There's uh, lots of comedy, uh, lots of little humorous moments. I like. Yeah, when see- it was in the 70s, it was very happy. Because that was, yeah, that was the peak years. the 70s, years. and it's all the happy golden, 70s the, music. And the golden years. Yeah, the Crack dis- isn't there disco. yet. Disco. Um, AIDS hasn't hit the porn industry, even though that does, that's yeah. Not it was like movie, it was but. like the f- like free love part two. Yeah, basically, just with coke. With coke, <laughs> <laughs> so you could fuck longer. But then you do too much, you get that coke and dick. Then you get that coke dick, which is a thing that happens twice in this movie. Yeah, you can't get hard and you can't come. Yep, 
and it just it fucks with your brain. It kind of shows like coke psychosis a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. He, he's doing. They were, do, they were so doing so much yeah. coke in this movie. So much. They probably like, had to do snort so much so fake many cocaine. So close-ups of. Uh, <laughs> they all have cancer from whatever fake cancer fake cocaine gives you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, let's let well everybody. Let's go to the handy dandy notebook. Oh my god! And let's see what some of these notes Lee's had on um, has on this. Some I little tidbits well, he knows about it. Maybe let's everybody? let's sort of talk a little bit about the the beginning of the movie. Uh, With the cunt mom. Yeah. Well, I was talking about like the like the very like opening scene of the movie with the at the club. That the nightclub. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, when Jack first notices. When Jack Big first, did. <laughs> I I really like. I mean, this scene's really interesting because again, it's actually that scene is also mostly all one shot. Um, it you like it opens and it like the camera sort of like tilted and it's like uh kind of c- coming down and like descending yeah, on following and following uh Burt Reynolds and Julianne Moore into the R. club. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. I know this is uh. We'll talk a little bit about him in just a bit because there's there's actually a lot to say about him because uh, uh, there was some uh, some little bit of uh, behind the scenes drama with uh, Burt Reynolds, but uh, yeah, the 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 opening shot is just so interesting, and I also think that the I don't think you were really paying that much attention, but like the, the sort of like one minute of like blackness that's uh, on screen. For a second, I didn't notice that at all. Like in just the when the movie first opens after the New Line uh, Cinemas logo, there's like this weird, like kind of sad circus music that plays, um, and I feel like that sort of the tone of that sort of like undercuts uh, this film, and you that music sort of that comes back at the end of the film as well, and I think that's also sort of what this is as well. I think it's also sort of like a like a circus, they're like yeah. almost sort of like a like a circus family, a they're family a, of freaks. They're yeah, they're performers. Yeah, they're, know, ca- they're outcasts. They're yeah, not the, in normal society. Yeah, a, a troop. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like that. You know, the opening scene when they're they're going into the club, it introduces most of the principal characters, all in like one shot, basically. <laughs> The guy from the club owner was like such a b- bigger part in the beginning of the movie, and as soon as he gets one role, it's like okay, we don't have to ever talk to him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just you know operate your club, whatever. Yeah, talk to your brothers. <laughs> yeah, after yeah, I think uh, after Disco pretty much died, um, his club his, maybe died. his club kind of went on the it, wayside. Like, no one goes to rollerblade clubs and right. Yeah, well, it wasn't really a roller. Oh, yeah, it was wasn't a roller well, disco. No one goes to disco clubs. Right, yeah. And it was probably hard to change your disco club over to, yeah, a, to a nightclub. Even though at the end of the movie, he they Has sort of made Rodriguez that change. Brothers, yeah. but <laughs> they spelled his name wrong. They put a Q <laughs> where the G should have been. Poor racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lee supports racism. No. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh yeah, so the the opening of the movie is really great. Yeah, we can talk a little bit about the the relationship with uh Eddie Adam yeah, Dirk and his mom. Yeah, she's just this she's just this hateful lady who hates her yeah. life 
And because her son, well, her son was on a path of being nothing, but like he had a job and like he wasn't at home all day. He had multiple jobs. Yeah. She was just a terrible man, person. And like her, his dad was just like this broken man who just married to this woman. He's just complete weakling. Because she's just beaten. She's just mean to him. Constantly. Yeah. And then, you know, the the scene where she finally, like, flips out on him and he he runs away, basically. She's a drunk. Yeah, she's a drunk and she's, she calls him stupid. She's typical, calls him, like, calls just unhappy, like, housewife. Yeah, you know, she, it, yeah. It provides the perfect I'm reason. I'm surprised you never see him again. I thought for sure there would be a scene where they discover he's a porn star. And he'd be like, and he's going to be like, fuck you, look at me now, I'm rich, you stupid asshole. No, that was, like... I guess, like, for him, like, that wasn't even really, like, his family. Oh, I guess, yeah. Um, And so, yeah. His he, mom was probably like that his entire childhood. And so, you know, he becomes, he gets pretty much seduced by uh, Burt Reynolds' character, uh, Jack Horner, uh, who wants him to be a part of this, this world. Because he's pretty uh, and they, he's got a big dick. <laughs> he's got a big old dick. Burt Reynolds can pick him well. You know, that was a funny scene when uh, he sends uh, Heather Graham a roller girl to, to kind of uh, go, do go some reconnaissance. Go suck his dick. <laughs> go suck his dick, yeah. Because maybe he's just a pretty face and he's got a micro penis. Yeah, but yeah. Nope. It is funny. Like, every time someone sees his penis in the movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the thing I wanted to talk, uh, mention. The porn was, shoot scene? No. Was that this oh. movie, it's, I can't, finally seeing this movie, it's hilarious that Bucky Larson has so many oh, like influences from this movie. Like you could <laughs> totally tell that they kind of made Bu- Bucky Larson is kind of like a remake, but in like a horrible a spoof. parody spoof way because it's instead of, Oh, is this porn new young porn star with this big dick? Oh, he's got the tiniest dick in the world. And yeah. it's the opposite. He the inspires people not joke. with his big dick, but with his tiny dick. Yeah. The obvious joke. Yeah. Oh, oh Lee's the sad. Everyone. Lee loves Bucky Larson, by the way. So no. there's very, he's very glad that I'm tying these two movies together, but there's a lot of scenes in the fucking Bucky Larson that I'm just like, Oh, that was just like <laughs> the spoof version of the boogie nights scene. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I could see it. Like every time everyone sees uh, uh, um, Dirk's dick, they they always get this like wide eye, like oh that's big, and they're always so impressed, and they want to just immediately put it in their mouth. <laughs> but like every time it's the same thing in Bucky Larson. Every time they see it, there it's always like this, like what the fuck? But it's not like oh I want to put it in my mouth. It's like oh, it's, it's so tiny. Like it's just yeah. Ha ha ha! Oh, poorly. It's so funny. Go to find the word "cuck" wrong again. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was funny. It's it's funny as everyone's reaction to his dick every time it gets popped out. Like when he first shows it to the producer, the producer's like, mm, "Oh yeah, the colonel." Yeah, fuck that guy. I think I I like that they kind of showed. What happens to him? His commandments. He's just oh right. He's well, just some guy's prison bitch. Well, I guess we can talk a little bit about this character. Uh, yeah, the porn producer who uh, basically is the only reason is the reason why Jack is still able to shoot on film. Yeah, um, he was the only one able to get it. And then uh, something really horrible happens. Uh, a young fifteen-year-old girl ODs at his uh, house. At his house. And when the police uh, investigate, they find uh, 
evidence of child pornography, and then that's the end of this character. And Burt Reynolds character. immediately cuts him off, like, oh, well, you're yep, a pedophile. Or, yeah, and the guy's like, are we still friends? Are we still friends? No. No. It's such a, yeah, it's a devastating scene. Bro. Yeah, and then, like, and then you see him in prison, and he's just some prison bitch. He's just... Hello, everyone. Welcome back after that probably sharp cut that you'll experience at my horrible editing effort. Um, we just uh, had a bit of a disturbance and just got it solved, and now we're back on it. We were talking about the pedophile guy and him getting his comeuppance. Getting, he's just basically some uh, big black guy. He's prison bitch. Yeah. He's, he was just sitting there crying with bloody nose. <laughs> like, whatever, fucking pedo. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah, at the... The montage at the end of the movie. Yeah, the, just uh, the wrap up of uh, yeah the roller coaster that is this movie that we've kind of mentioned. Like it had like it was real dark there for a minute, but you know there are they a few scenes. They, I was surprised that the movie ended happily for yeah. pretty much everybody, other than Pedo Man. Pretty much like like Don Cheadle gets the, his store. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, it's still sad for uh, Amy. Or uh, not, Amy. Um, porn mom. Oh, Am- Amber. Amber. Because she's Moore. like, oh, I guess. Well, this is my she's life. The porn mom. Yeah, you could t- see that she was sad. Around. Yeah, you could see she was sad, but yeah, al- but also happy. She doesn't get like, to see her real kids. Yeah, she's because she's fucked up and probably shouldn't see her real kids. I mean, <laughs> I kind of agree with the dad. Like, well, yeah. I don't think a kid should be raised in that house. There's, <laughs> there's that one scene at the at the pool party, uh, when they when the the club owner gets the the phone call. Oh yeah, and he and he, he like, all he does is like, is there a mag here? Is there a mag here? Yes, he like he a few barely people. asks. And then he's like, oh no, don't worry. And then he's talking. Yeah, to because Don he would Chilo. only know her as Amber. He wouldn't know her real name. Yeah, he's talking. Which is sad. His own her like the the son was calling trying to find his mom. At least that's kind of what we're led to think who knows it could just be any sort of random uh kid that was calling no but it was probably the son the son of yeah i i wouldn't Amber think it was just some random kid because yeah it does cut right to her after yeah, that she's being sad and but kind of just looking off after she just did a line of coke yeah she's looking at uh mark Wahlberg diving in the pool thinking about that big dick yeah and they have sort of a strange sort of relationship with each other yeah. Uh, sort she of like a falls weird. Falls in love with him, kind of. But there's like a mom. But there, yeah, there's also a motherly relationship. Um, she has this relationship with a lot of the the younger porn stars that she works with. She has that relationship with the uh, roller girl later in the film when they're just yeah, snorting, she's the porn mom. They're just snorting coke and together. Yeah, because she's. She's a top bitch. Like she's mm-hmm. like the Jack. HBC. Like Jack doesn't like. They're not like a couple. No, they're more like partners. He yeah, ra- exactly. she raises the talent, and he does nurtures the talent. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Even though he, you know, he has his kind of like fatherly moments. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's he doesn't seem like he's he a is. terrible person. Yeah. Yeah, and like the the reckon the reckon it was that scene was cute. And what what could be cute about it, like this porn star who just saw his drug dealer friend get blown away and he's yeah, and addicted crazy to crazy drugs scene. and <laughs> doing gay things for money for drugs. Yeah, and, and after getting into a fight with him. Yeah, right. and he's just like, I need help, and he just hugs him. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good uh, emotional moment. And for that, I think this is a good tie-in to like, what was all, you keep 
whispering it. Well, we'll find out. We'll talk about that later. What was the drama behind the scenes with uh, oh, with Burt Reynolds? Yeah, so Burt Reynolds. Because he was the top actor in this movie. So what I'm guessing is he was a little bit of a douche. Yeah, so the thing about this movie was that uh, Burt Reynolds really, honestly, didn't really want to be in the movie. Because uh, he was probably thought like, oh, I'm Burt Reynolds and I'm going to be in this porn movie. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Like, he got asked seven times by the director, Paul Thomas he's Anderson. perfect for it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, he got asked seven times by Paul Thomas Anderson to be in the film and he turned him down. I bet most of that $25 million budget is Burt Reynolds' paycheck. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't. They, there's nothing really to suggest that he like took like a huge like paycheck. For this, the thing that I think enticed him was that uh, Paul Thomas Anderson said, "Like this is going to be the role that earns you uh, an Academy Award," and it didn't. He got him a nomination. Um, he probably should have got one. He's really great. If the Oscars movie. were actually like the award for the best movie or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and not just a political game and behind the scenes, he probably would have won. Well, you know who did one win this year? year or win this year? That year? Yeah. Who? It was uh Robin Williams for Goodwill Hunting. Damn. Damn, yeah. he deserved it too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That I would say maybe that's a better the more deserving role. I've never actually seen Goodwill Hunting. But Bert Hunting. like I mean I bet it, but I guess the director almost delivered like, "Hey man, you got to well, he did win a Golden Globe. He won a Golden Globe for this movie." But anyways, yeah. The whole time apparently uh Burt Reynolds, that was very, uh, th- there were various conflicts with him. He and uh, Paul Thomas Anderson clashed a lot. Well, actually, no, it was just Burt Reynolds just being kind of a dick. Yeah, he didn't want to be in this, and he's in this big time, and he's a big time actor, and everyone else in the well, movie. Well, his, his star was kind of fading at that point. Sure, but still, um, compared to everyone in that movie, no one knew anyone in that movie at that time, other than Marky Mark, but they didn't know him as an actor. Right, yeah. I get that. Yeah, Burt Reynolds was definitely one of the biggest, or probably the biggest name. It's probably in the like movie. why another reason why you want him in this movie, because people go, Burt Reynolds? Yeah. In a porn movie? I'll go see that. In a movie about porn. Yeah, it's well, just a so couple weird. Ye- a couple years before this movie, he was in a in a, a movie with Demi Moore called Striptease. Yeah, I loved that movie. Oh God, I uh, love him in that movie. Yeah, he is in that movie. Yeah, he's the. I love the way it feels in my boots. And maybe that's part. <laughs> maybe maybe that's partly why he didn't want to do this movie because oh, maybe because, it was too similar, and oh, that movie was a bomb. <sighs> That movie is so funny. He puts like uh, uh, these boots on with like jelly or something on, like I think anal jelly or I think it's a oh no, I think it's like baby wax or something or something. And he's like, I love the way it feels in my toes. Oh my! <laughs> like God. I love that movie. I haven't seen that movie in years. Jesus. My mom loved that movie. Jesus, my Christ. mom, anything single mom, she's gonna be <laughs> like, yep, I love that. <laughs> Wow. But yeah. Well, there's a so, discussion yeah, okay. on strip I forgot that was Burt Reynolds. I guess, I guess in the 90s he was trying to be like reinvent himself. Almost, I, or he was yeah. at that age where he's like, oh, I'm old. I don't have to care anymore. I'm going to just do movies that sound kind of interesting. And then it He kinda, was also in Cop and a Half. The fuck's Cop and a Half? It's a dumb kids movie well, that's where funny. he partners up with a little kid. I he's a cop. I have no idea about that movie. Well, it was... Uh, 
I don't know. I knew Burt Reynolds is also, uh, he had some cameos. That was definitely a low point in and, his career. And um, Golden Girls, which is so funny. Wait, he was on Golden Girls? For like a cameo or something. It's a, it was a huge popular show, of course. Wow. You get like Burt, of course <laughs> the old ladies would love Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds has had a very interesting career. He's been um, on forever. But that makes sense that he'd be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is loosely based upon him. Leonardo DiCaprio's character is loosely oh, based know. on Burt Reynolds. And his relationship with his stuntman friend in real life. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, But yeah, Burt Reynolds almost punched Paul Paul Thomas Anderson in the face. Uh, Yeah, they almost got him. You can kind of see, like, there's, like, he's in the movie a lot in the beginning, and then he kind of just fades. Like, he doesn't get as many scenes. And I think maybe it's because they couldn't. And and another thing uh, is that when. Burt Reynolds saw the the rough cut of this movie. He hated it. He hated himself in this movie, and he was he was he was, was, one of the best he, parts. was he was angry at himself for being in this movie. And then he's like, "I let myself do it again." And then when the movie came out, he got a ton of praise for his performance. Got a bunch of nominations. Got he won the Golden, Golden Globe. Globe. Got nominated for an Oscar, and then. After that, of course, he kind of <laughs> reversed Embraced his opinion, it. and he's like, oh, I, I love this film, I love Paul, uh, and then they say partly, maybe partly because uh, he he was denouncing the movie early when it was coming out, that might have been part of the reason why he didn't win the Oscar. Oh, he should have braced it from the beginning. They were kind of like, it's kind of like in like UFC or boxing, if like you look like you lost, even though like maybe technically you should have won it, the judges go like, ah, you're a poor sportsman. (laughs) Yeah. Poor sport. Yeah, that's unfortunate that. uh, But then, I mean, really, I mean, you compare, I I don't know, Robin, I mean, that would have been a hard. I've never seen Goodwill Hunting. I have, I mean, I saw it when I was young, but like everyone's seen the scene. Like yeah, he's on, doing the, the speech on the and bench. Just like, that's the scene that wins him the Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, and, 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 I mean, I want Robin. I mean, Robin Williams won a couple Oscars, didn't he? He's been nominated. Oh, he, he was won. nominated a few times. But he won only once. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I mean, he deserved that. R.I.P. Robin Williams. A lot of R.I.P.s. R.I.P. R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. R.I.P. Philip Seymour yeah, Hoffman. Philip D.C. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes. The some long ass plays name. uh <laughs> plays uh Scotty J. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel bad for him. He's, He's just a sad, a sad gay guy. Very sad character. Because he just loves uh, Dirk, and Dirk's just like I like you, man, as a friend. But yeah, I'm not gay. He's not gay. He doesn't feel those. He doesn't have those feelings for him. Yeah. Um. And so he just kind of becomes like this hanger on, basically. Yeah, he follows him. I didn't even realize he followed him. Into that, when he yeah, left into the world until of like he's just like guys. You should do he this. He doesn't seem like he's doing any of the. No, drugs. he's just there at Dirk, probably you making food for he, him, and yeah, I think he's he's like his gopher. Yeah, yeah, he was at that point because Dirk was an asshole at that point. Mm-hmm. Because when he when he when he wasn't an asshole, he was just the boom guy, nice. He was just the gay guy who had a crush on him. Yeah, he's just awkward, very awkward. Yeah, he's always just like looking at. He's you know, so in love with him. And he, ha- he has and then the- when he first sees his dick, it's uh, his reaction is one of the funniest. Oh, he's like staring. Like, his legs oh, are shaking, oh, it's and such his a, lips are quivering. It's such a perfect reaction. He was, oh my god, Philip Seymour Hoffman was Great actor. one of the greatest actors. Too bad, I mean, he wouldn't be able to do it nowadays. 
I mean, all these great, I mean, a little rant, side rant all right now. I mean, how many great performances and roles are we now not going to get because actors aren't allowed to be actors? Right. Sad. Okay, guys. Point over, message over. But <laughs> that's a whole um, other discussion. Yeah, RIP to that guy. And it, I pointed out it was kind of ironic when you first see him in the yes. movie. He walks past this girl that maybe dies. She's ODing. She's blood's pouring out of her nose. Mm-hmm. She's fucking ODing hard from coke. She might live. Maybe she's dead. She probably lived. But still, maybe he's staring at her, and then he's like, Ooh, and cut to fucking 20 years later, needle mm-hmm. hanging out his arm, him just dying yeah, from an OD. Yeah. It's pretty fucking, it was kind of like weird. Because you also think like this must have been one of his first movies. So it's yeah. kind of like. His first introduction in into Twister. Hollywood. His first introduction into Hollywood and to like people would have been him seeing a girl dying of an overdose, well, and then he dies of an overdose. Actually, he was in. Uh, he was in Twister, the movie Twister, the year oh, before. I like that movie. He's the the goofy camera. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That's a that's a good dumb movie. <laughs> God, Twister. The dumb, horrible CGI. It was like uh, when it, it, that was in the era of the '90s when they were just like we CGI, CGI. That all. was like the same. They CGI'd yeah. everything. It was like and, the same year as like Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, because CGI became good enough and cheap enough that you could just make these mm-hmm. weird, crazy movies now, and you wouldn't need seventeen thousand men and puppets. Like you could make a weird yeah. tornado movie. It was so weird. It was a movie based <laughs> off tornadoes. Right, yeah. Storm chasers. Make, tried to make a tornado into the The one guy who dies, like, like, oh, we don't need to listen to him, and he keeps driving. Keep going. And oh, God. <laughs> you see it's such a dumb movie. Such a, that's a good dumb movie. I love that movie. <laughs> Dumbness. Uh, um, well, I guess that'll be a movie we watch one day, right? Well, I've seen, I've You've seen, seen it. seen it. So probably not. We've everybody. all seen it. With that <laughs> we would get to um, like movies we've seen. If, we, if like uh, you would maybe show me. Um, if I was in the just, if I was just in the mood to watch that, something. and if I've run through, I have so many movies I want to show you because I'm holding back. Yeah, There's me a lot too. of movies I want to watch. Hashtag oh. me too. God damn. <laughs> Terrible. We just got canceled because you used the hashtag wrong. Oh, yeah. We were already canceled. We made that joke like 800 times. That's going to be, oh, what? Episodes. Another shirt? <laughs> Merch ideas. <laughs> yeah, our two listeners, one being Lee. <laughs> hey. And Travis. <laughs> Thanks, Travis. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, I'm looking at my wall of DVDs, and I, as I said, I just see this one movie. I'm like, oh, I got to show Lee that. I don't oh think Lee's God. seen that. Um, but yes, let's. Okay, we're going back to the handy dandy notebook, like Blue's Clues. <laughs> yeah. And let's get some more points because. We talked about uh, a little bit about Burt Reynolds and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh. Uh, R.I.P. to both of them. There's a few actors who've, uh, who are in this movie who've passed on. The guy who plays the, the camera operator, the guy who uh, has one of my favorite scenes where oh he's, yeah he dies or he's yeah, dead he's, he died yeah he, well, died he just looked like a fat piece of shit back then <laughs> he was <laughs> he was actually a really good actor he was also a magician in real life his name was ricky J. I wonder if he was doing the magic tricks for uh i think he might have been a cons- yeah face? i think he might have consulted because that's C. something Riley we didn't talk about uh, yeah he was always doing magic tricks and oh my god that's one of my favorite scenes he's showing um don Cheadle. don Cheadle, 
And okay, sorry everyone cancel me for this is racist, but black people have the greatest reactions to magic. <laughs> and fucking they have it in this movie because he's like watching it and he's just like, whoa. And he's just like flabbergasted by it. And then he's like, how do you do it? And you just deal with the dark energy, man. And he's like, <laughs> what are you talking about, man? It's illusions. He's like, yeah, illusions and dark energy. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, he thinks it's real <laughs> magic. Like, it's just the funniest thing when you see like, like anyone listen to this, look up. Uh, black people react to David Blaine and go on YouTube <laughs> d- d- hole and you'll laugh for hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that is a really funny scene. I guess another R.I.P. Dang, for that. Uh, oh, Ricky, Ricky the, J. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that uh, that older uh, guy that doesn't really have a lot of dialogue, but who's also like one of the. The crew members, the one that you thought looks like William H looks Macy, but exactly super old. like him. I'm guaranteed yeah, that's he, his dad. He, pa- he actually passed away recently. He was a a, fi- a character actor who was in a lot of movies. Um, his name is Seymour Cassell, I think. Well, that's his fake name because his real name was whatever the other guy's last name is. Yeah, that's haha. That's funny. <laughs> no, he's not related to William he looks H. Exactly Macy. Like him. It is weird that they do kind of look they the look same. Exactly the same. It looks look like he exactly got his father a role. In the movie. <laughs> Uh no, that's not the case. Uh, he was in that movie uh, "Stuck on You." Do you remember that movie with Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon when they play the Siamese twins? Oh my God! Yeah, I love that movie. I saw it in. Theater. He plays their agent when they like move to. I haven't Hollywood. seen that movie in years. Yeah, I can't believe I even remember and, uh, that. The movie. one date Cher, or no, Cher's in it. Cher and she's is dating, in the movie. Um, she's dating um, Cody Banks. Oh, Frankie, Frankie Muniz. Yeah. God, why are we talking about that movie? This <laughs> is a great movie. It's not. That everyone forgets about. They made a movie about Siamese twins. Yeah. And it's basically making Greg fun Kinnear of them the whole time. And Matt Damon. <laughs> they're just and hazy. they're from Boston. It's just hilarious. Or no, they're from Martha's Vineyard, which is the where they shot Jaws. Dumbest movie in the world. It's bad. Um, <laughs> but it's hilarious. Uh, Ali wants to escape the dumb movie and go back to his handy dandy notebook. Yeah, we were talking about the the magic scene, and that yeah, yeah. There's a another like funny scene uh, involving Don Cheadle's character is the 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 electronic store scene where he's trying to sell the stereo to that. Oh yeah, and he's like he's doing so well, and then it's. He's he's gonna sell it. All he has to do is put in like some popular song that people jam out to, mm-hmm. and that guy's gonna be like, "Awesome, I'll buy it now. I don't care, thousand dollars, let's do it." But then he pumps it. Yeah, terrible country music. But then, like, I thought that was like his thing. He just liked. He was like the black guy who liked country music, dressing like a cowboy. But no, he just always is trying to stay with the trends. Right. He's like this nerd guy who just is trying. He's kind of autistic <laughs> and wants to be cool and doesn't really understand that. Like, oh, well, you. Yeah, he just always seems... He doesn't have his finger quite on the pulse. Yeah, he's always, like, a season behind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially when he tries to, like... He dresses up as, like, Rick James. Yeah, for some reason. At, that's the, at that party. He's wearing the, the weave. The wig. and that's yeah. but, but that's how he gets uh, his wife. Because mm-hmm. she comes over and she sees him alone. And she's kind of like... She was talking with... Wasn't she talking with Dirk? Yeah, she, she was, was crushing on him. Dirk. Mm-hmm. And then like he just leaves, and then she's like, "Huh." Well, uh, Amber comes in. Yeah. Have, oh, yeah, yeah. And then they she, have their relationship. Yeah, and then I think she sees like, "Oh, well, I'm not gonna get him if Amber's into him." 
Exactly. Yeah, because she's, she's the the dominant one. But it was basically. so it, that that was a little cute thing that they he ends up with uh, Don Cheadle ends up with her. But like, it's a fucked up scene where he gets that money. Like, I feel bad. Like, you get you get. I feel bad for the cash treasure, the the little donut boy. Like he's just. Oh yeah, works during donuts the, that robbery scene. Yeah. He gets his head blown out. <laughs> Every yeah, that, because that one guy gets shot in the surprisingly chest. Surprisingly, ah. very violent scene. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, really violent. like violent moments in this movie. Uh, this kind, you know, this kind of came out like around the time that Tarantino was uh, making, you know, was on his sort of rise. Um, the like the independent movie scene. Of it was the, way to like rebel the against the censors and shit. And yeah, the nineties PC Republic. This was like the golden age of like the nineties independent scene, like right after Pulp Fiction hit. You know, and sort of revitalized independent film at that point, made it so that it could actually be profitable. Yeah, you get the big Lebowski like a year later. Well, that that movie actually wasn't very popular when it came out. It was actually a flop, but of course it became a cult classic. Um, and this movie also is sort of a you know cult classic, but uh, you know it it was a talked about movie at the time. I mean, I mean what it. Doubled or like a little, a little more than doubled its money. So I mean, yeah, I mean, um, I mean and it, you know, with this, you know, this huge can't say cast it's a and and I think uh, the soundtrack was really successful too because people were really into that that music again. The yeah, disco, a little nostalgia wave in the late nineties. Yeah, people were nostalgic for the seventies. Everything was. Just, I guess if you if you if you're trying to think of like oh time the era late nineties, it's all punk and grunge. It's right. all just like mm, people want some of that like peppy, happy late seventies, yeah. early eighties music. Yeah, seven, yeah, like disco. There's like soft, there's soft rock. Red ninety nine, red love balloons. Yeah, ninety nine <laughs> love balloons. Uh, Sister Christian, that song uh, plays a pretty big part at the end of the film. Yeah, I like the soundtrack. It's I love the soundtrack. It's maybe one of my favorite soundtracks to any movie. Um, cause I love all this type of Well, music. yeah, of course you love the eighties and nineties, seventies or eighties and seventies and eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. Even I though love, everybody, like we disco. all know if Lee lived there, he'd be like, Oh, this is terrible. It's hot. Well, the seventies seemed like it would be kind of an interesting decade to live in. I don't think so because <laughs> there's serial killers just running rampant. Yeah. Police can do whatever they want. Yeah, there's a huge uh, crime. Politicians can do whatever they want. There's a huge crime wave at that yeah, point. Yeah, huge crime wave. There's no internet. There's three TV channels. <laughs> like, yeah. None of your favorite movies are out yet. <laughs> so you have to sit you there and like, oh, crap. There's no <laughs> video stores. Yeah, there's nothing. No they, VHS. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I made a huge, huge thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in the I want to go back to the future where I can be on Netflix and watch all this <laughs> shit in HD. I forgot movies look like shit. Like, I, what's this pixel bullshit? You'd go to a movie like theater like, oh, cool, I'm going to see Jaws when it first comes out. I can't. What's this grainy piece of shit? <laughs> You'd be so mad. You'd be like, oh, fuck, man. Like, no, I wouldn't be mad at the, you have to wait the film the, projection. You have to wait but... back until it's you're like 70 and it's like, oh, Netflix is reinvented. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I got to live through all that again. That was shit. <laughs> Um, oh man! But yeah, th- it does have a good little. Um, it has a good soundtrack. I could see how this definitely would have a cult, 
classic following. Even though it was mm-hmm. a success, this is definitely like I would say a cult movie. Definitely, a lot of uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's movies <laughs> are like that. Um, yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't really, uh, you know, make super mainstream movies. No, he doesn't uh, seem like someone. If you're gonna make movies like that, he can't listen to an executive that well. No, he. Uh, yeah, he uh, had a lot of his movies. His movies are mostly independently produced. He produces them himself. I wonder if Vaughn's paid times. to be in the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you see Vaughn's... I don't know Vaughn's... if this is the movie you want to pay to be in. Or maybe that was just, As like, Vaughn's. the street that they they shot on, and... Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what the rules are about showing, like, certain brands. Maybe there are different rules now. Yeah, it might have been a little different back then, in 1996, when they shot the movie. Um, yeah, God, there's, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, this is a almost three hour long movie. It's, yes. an, ep- it's an epic, it's a sprawling epic it with all these different on, stories and, and characters. There's a lot of scenes where it's just like, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes of the characters oh. just hanging just out. Sitting there or <laughs> the sex scene's going to go on There's for a lot a of while. scenes of just partying and, yeah. you know. And yeah, they they go on for a while. The scene in the end takes like ten minutes. Like it's just Burt Reynolds doesn't say a word because probably by then he's just like I'm done filming this movie. <laughs> Wait, which scene? When uh Dirk apologizes and then. Oh right, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe you're right. Maybe at that point he was kind of like I'm fed up. I'm just gonna do this hug um, and then I'm gonna go home. But I like. But I also like when they're like when the camera again. I think that the scene at the end is sort of a long take. When uh, they're following, we're following Jack throughout the house. Yeah, I think he want. I think he did that for this. That's that happens a lot in this movie, and I think he does it because he didn't want the pacing to be messed up, because you want to get the actors like and the characters full reaction to what's happening. And if it's edited, you're gonna your human mind's gonna be able to tell like, oh, this isn't natural. Yes, this is him like a day later reacting to it. Yeah. Like him killing his wife. That, that one was, guy killing uh, his wife. Like you want the whole reaction. You want him walking around. Hey, you seen my wife? Oh, you seen my wife? Oh, oh champagne. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> and going and then here, going and. Yeah, seeing like and every you, And detail. you know something's different because he doesn't give his classic, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. You just. Uh, that's what he says every time he catches her. Mm-hmm. And, but no, this time he just closes the door. And I thought he was just going to go out and then get in a car accident and die, like, drunk. But then, <laughs> yeah, he gets the gun and you immediately are, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, the fact that, you know, it still just follows him and you know, you know, you know what's going to happen. It's There's a level of Yeah, in the beginning, tension. And in the beginning scene, you want Burt Reynolds' full reaction to seeing this kid, seeing the, like, lights, like, in his mind, his porn, out, like, director, like, like the, the, uh, the lines are connecting, like, oh, man, he's cute. He looks pretty. He's yeah. young. And then look at the package. Like, ooh, dang. Like, if that's not <laughs> just underwear. Like, like, there's something amazing hiding underneath those jeans. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, uh, yeah, there, uh, yeah, there's just so much to talk about. I like the, I like all the, the actual, like, porn scenes. Like, the sort of, re- like, yeah. Yeah, it's very classic. And uh, the the funny thing about those scenes is that uh, <laughs> very different from porn nowadays. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson did uh, some research, and uh, he basically kind of took 
the dialogue from the the old porn movies that he watched, like word for word. It's not hard. I mean, yeah, complicated it's just, dialogue to come up with. Exact. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just the most stilted. And, and because awful. I mean, like you say, like this guy's independent. He 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 seems like a real movie fan, real movie mm-hmm. buff. So he wants his movies to be authentic as possible. And he, when he does a movie on something, he's gonna pay homage to it by a lot of the actors in this movie are porn stars. And he also probably realized, like you know, porn stars. Some of them are actually really good actors. Surprisingly, because yeah. they've had to do so much crazy shit. Exactly. And they've done, and they've lived crazy lives, so they can mm-hmm. tap this like thing in their. I mean, I mean, nowadays there's porn stars can be more than just porn stars, but it's still they still have the stigma. It's such bullshit that like literally like porn stars, it's hard for them to get like their. Uh, it's hard for them to get driver license. It's hard for them yeah. to get, open up bank accounts. It's hard for them to open up credit cards. It's all it's such fucking puritanical bullshit. Yeah, and th- this the movie this movie actually addresses that a little a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like th- that's why they're they're this family, like these family of outcasts that the world thinks like, "Oh, you're just partying, drugs, porn yeah, stars, you're degenerates." They're the, they're the freaks, you know. Yeah. They're this little like circus. Yeah, family. and anyone that attacks them, they viciously beat the shit out of. It's kind of, yeah, like that movie, the horror movie from the 30s where those freaks kill that oh, right. couple yeah. for freaks. fucking Freaks, that's them. what it's called. Yeah. Movies the first horror movie. Or one of the first One movies. of the first. Well, technically, I've actually watched that movie. I watched the 100 Scariest Movies on Bravo. So I also, yeah, that's where <laughs> I discovered it too. That movie is, weird, weirdly enough, like most of it's not exactly a horror movie until that that scene. Went and that scene was actually not to go up like <laughs> not to get too off topic here. Maybe we'll watch this movie one day because you've never actually watched it. Um, uh, yeah, th- that was a studio mandate, basically. They wanted the they want yeah because yeah because everyone kind of expected these freaks to become like monsters. Oh, and the director probably didn't want it. Like like no, I didn't. no because he'd actually the director worked in the circuit. Eh, well. We'll talk about that movie <laughs> one day. But yeah, this movie kind of has... We'll talk a, about that at a later time. <laughs> <laughs> this um, this film uh, kind of yeah, has like this weird sort of circus vibe to it. Um, yeah. You know, this is the, every, everybody kind of... Like, there's a, a poignancy to this movie. That's how I would describe the, the tone of this film. Yeah. Uh, very, it, It's bittersweet. It is. It is because yeah, like uh, in the end, Dirk gets he's back in movies. Uh, Reed is yeah, everybody kind back of ends in his up world, kind of like right where they started. Yeah, <laughs> except for the only ones it's uh, who are life really is the the happy endings more is uh, Rollerblade Girls going back to G get her GED. Who knows? But she's going. Yeah, back. that might not work out. Um, who knows? Uh, Don Cheadle and his wife over opened up a fucking a business business, and they're still friends with all of them. So. The colonel is in it, jail. Yeah, getting, getting what he deserves. Abused. He's the girlfriend of Bubba. <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, everybody else is just kind of like, well. The, but then this the is bitter life. part is Amber, and she's like, "I am the foxiest bitch in the world." Like she realized, like, yeah, I'm top bitch. This is my if life. I was a prostitute, if the, he and he was a pimp, which were just basically legal versions of that, mm-hmm. I would be the top bitch. Like I'd be the one who fucking runs all the hoes. Like, yeah, the bottom hard. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> bottom bitch. Bitch, you want to make some motherfucking money? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we've been talking about this movie for uh, yeah quite a bit. And, and well, yeah, 
with a two and a half hour movie, I mean, you, it's, there's, there's there, going to be a lot, we to, talk have a lot to talk about. Of course, we were going to have a lot to talk about. I have a lot of notes. <laughs> yeah, this movie had a lot of like, uh, I mean, just a lot of quotes, just like standout. Like, you're going to have a lot of standout like scenes and like quotes oh, yeah. in a movie like about this if it's done well. Otherwise, yeah. it's just going to be terrible. And oh right, it would just be a boring. With a different slog. director and the same cast, it probably would have been terrible. Because all yeah. the, a lot of the actors are young, and like it probably took a, to get Mark Wahlberg to be that good of an actor for this being his first movie role. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's surprising. Like you can definitely tell. Oh, he's not that good yet. He's an. He's, well, he's, this wasn't. This isn't Mark Wahlberg's first film. His first movie, I believe. I don't know if you've ever heard of this movie. It's called The Basketball Diaries no, with uh, no Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio is in it. Yeah, he's that everything. was his. I think his first. One of his first like starring roles, uh, it's kind of like a really intense uh, drug uh, drug addiction movie. So that's the route that he went down first. Pretty that's much, probably. yeah. Um, but yeah, this is def. This is uh, his first like major starring role. Yeah, he was a major star, and like it, after it was probably he had a lo- been and known he's in like <laughs> every scene, so it's, it was probably mm-hmm. intensive. He is the main protagonist, basically. You gotta be with the big penis. <laughs> the whole yeah, the whole film's universe seems to kind of center around him and his penis, <laughs> like Bucky Larson. Um, <laughs> and the the interesting thing to note about this, we're gonna wrap this up soon. But one of the interesting things to note about this is that this is Paul Thomas Anderson's second movie, um, and it's it's really impressive that he was able to sort of round up all this talent. And uh, keep this really large scale sprawling story like in check. It never really goes off the rails. I mean, there, the structure is already really loose, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it is surprising here that it's a a two time director. Yeah, and his first movie uh, actually isn't that bad either. It's very you could tell it's his it's his first movie. It's not as impressive to me as like. Something like Reservoir Dogs, um, but that mo- we'll watch that movie maybe one day because that that's an interesting movie. It's called Hard Eight. It's got Sam Jackson in it. Uh, it's pretty good at it. it's a it's a pretty good movie. John C. Riley is also in that movie too. He's friends with John C. Riley. Paul Paul Thomas mm. Anderson was was isn't John C. Riley dead? No. John C. Riley's the guy from Step Brothers. And oh my goodness, who's the good dead one? Uh, well, Burt Reynolds, Philip no. Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was also. I, I keep confusing. He was also names. friends with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson as Makes well. Sense. And yeah, uh, he was in most of Paul Thomas Anderson's films up until The yeah. Master, and yeah, that was the last film they did together. Sad. Uh, but yeah, you know. Just, Paul Thomas Anderson just really knocked it out of the park with this one. Uh, it's one of the probably one of the best movies of the '90s, I would say. No, <laughs> I'm gonna have to give you a hard no on that one. I didn't say it was the best movie of the '90s. Not cracking the top ten. I don't think you're cracking the top hundred. I'm just kidding. You're probably cracking the top hundred, but you're cracking maybe the top number forty-nine. 
Because no, it's the nineties, bro. Like, what are you gonna say? What the mask is better than this? Or oh yeah, definitely. Fuck if no. That's like comparable. Yeah. Nah, fuck. I no. was it's way a dumb, entertained it's a by dumb me. Jim Carrey comedy. Okay, it's more maybe more entertaining. But it's not a better film. Everyone, I gave better, you full permission. It's not a more well-made film to attack than this. this man. Fuck no. Oh, it's way better. I like the mask. Don't get me wrong, but better. Uh, what? It, it's better. It's better than Liar Liar too. Oh, I've never seen Liar Liar. Never seen Liar Liar? No. I'm surprised. I don't know. I don't see every Jim Carrey movie. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. This is uh this is definitely one of my favorite movies. Um it's But would you give it as a rating? I know yeah, I get it so uh, I know it's hard, but just one hmm. through ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know the rating system. Uh, I'd say I'd probably give this like a nine out of ten. Um, it's a little long. You can definitely feel its length. That might be my only like major problem Damn. with it. Damn, a nine out of ten, really? I mean, I see why you like it, but like, I yeah, I loved, I love this movie. This movie hits a lot of my uh, kind of check marks. It's a character-driven film. Uh, it's it's a sprawling story. So what you're telling me is you like this more than the lucky one? Uh, do I even need to say I mean, that? I'm going to have to tell you that lucky one. I mean, the cinematography. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> at Poorly. all. Um, well... This movie, sorry, five, because it just, yeah, it's got good acting, it's good, but I was bored the whole time. I really was. Like, other than the funny moments, ha ah, I just, I didn't care about anybody. I don't, I didn't like many people. I don't really like movies about assholes or really dumb people, unless it's like them beating up people or something, like The Goon. Have you ever seen The Goon? Yeah, I didn't really like it that much. That's me spitting in Lee's face right there, everybody. Uh, yeah, and he's not doing anything about it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, um... And then, I mean, just also... It got lowered hearing all your praise about it, honestly, because it's like... It's just... The 90s. Uh, no. It's, I like The Big Lebowski way better than this. Hmm. Oh, well, actually. I don't think it's even on the same... Well, I'm not saying, like, it's the best movie of the 90s. I'm saying it's one of them. <laughs> well, that means it's in the top ten. No, it's not. What's with this arbitrary list that you're making? Well, well you're, you're what? the one saying it's the top I'm just saying it's movie, one so of it's the, the best. Of that doesn't mean it's... Yeah, it just it ranks up there with some of the best movies of the '90s. I'm not saying it's the, one of the great. I mean, no, I'm not saying it's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's a personal favorite of mine, um, and for '90s independent films, this is definitely a highlight. It doesn't feel like an independent movie. It doesn't, but it I is. Mean, it's got like a big production house behind it. How independent is it? It's not why even, why is this an independent movie though? Because I think it was sort of it kind of had limited distribution, I think. Mm. Um Pro, I could see that like I a, think this is a movie that probably studio made its money time. through word of mouth. 
people were talking about this movie. People saw it. They were talking about it. And they're like, oh, maybe you should go see it. It's about this movie about the 70s, you know? People yeah. were sort of feeling a little bit nostalgic about that. It's got Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. But yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. yeah. This is a clear, another movie to show the clear difference. Like, I don't hate it. But I don't like it as much as I like to do the right the thing. I don't do hate right it. Thing. Do the right thing. I don't hate it as much as I hated uh, Reservoir Dogs and Uncut Gems. Uh, Uncut Gems I liked better. Really? Because I just like Adam Sandler. But okay. and I just think it was also just more was happening. I mean, I get things were happening in this movie. It's just I don't know. And I get it. You're probably just like, but you like then the lucky one. How is it like nothing <laughs> happened in that one? It's like, yeah, but like the romance was happening in that one. This one, it's like, who am I cheering for? Like, there's so many people. I don't like movies where there's 17 different things going on, all, uh, 17 different stories going on. I don't like uh, like when it w- when I read a book and it, the first page is like, oh, or the first chapter is literally the perspective of 10 people. I put that book down. And I never read it again. I never touch it again. I when it's like so many different. It's like I want to focus on the story of like one or two people, or a family. And I get it, like the family's the porn, but you have the cuck, and you got the, the the black radio guy. You got the you got the main star. You got Jack. You got Rollerblade Girl. You got fucking. Yeah, I like Amber. all these characters, and I'm interested yeah. in each of their stories. Okay, everybody. Was I not just giving my opinion? I'm <laughs> I'm kidding, everybody. I'm just being a little bully to Lee. As um, always. Oh, okay. Everybody, he's just slandering my name right now. Edit it out. I'm editing you out from this whole podcast. Um, <laughs> it'll just be me talking to myself. <laughs> Seems like a crazy person. For 45 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. This movie. It was a good movie. I'd recommend watching it. I wouldn't recommend people away from it like I would Reservoir Dogs. I would actively (laughs) tell people, don't watch Reservoir Dogs. Boring. But Uncut Gems, I'd recommend to actually watch. Do the right thing. I've actively recommended that to people. Definitely. And uh, this one, just just because you're like, you're going to be, I want, I'm like, you're going to be surprised by Mark, Mark Wahlberg and like seeing everyone is, when they're so young. I think this is his best performance. Yeah, and especially for this is a good movie for millennials to watch because you're going to see all the actors that we grew up watching when they were like cheering. Basically. And it's it's pretty cool it's, and it's weird to see that and it's, and it's interesting. Yeah. Um uh, I'll bump it up to a 6. I think 5 is a little unfair. 6 cuz I definitely do think it's above average. In like yeah. quality and everything, I just I also I don't like long movies. I just I know do not. <laughs> as you saw. I mean, I I had to get up and do laundry and like I had to move around. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get it. This isn't gonna be the only long. I know, Lee. I mean, okay, I'm gonna find the longest romance in history, and also not like it. But <laughs> 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 no, um, but yeah, that's kind of wrapping up this. This will end up being the longest podcast we've. Produced, we recently <laughs> upgraded and started paying for our podcast service, so we can upload longer than an hour. So, but don't worry, everyone, it will never get. You'll this will never be longer than an hour and a half. We've already told you that. Um, 
Well, this was Lee's movie, week number eight. We're going to keep chugging along. You'll get an episode again next week. Um, hopefully, I, we're, we're trying to get us on Apple, but Apple takes every everything's got to be reviewed by a human over an Apple. So we'll be we'll let you know when we're on Apple. We'll let you know when we're um, up on Apple Podcasts. Keep an eye out on the Instagram story and the Instagram post. I'll let everyone know out then. Um, we'll, this week we'll be trying to also get on Spotify, but mm-hmm. for now you can de- you can find us at it's not the worst movie ever dot podbean dot com. Um, also, please follow our Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever. Pod. Pod. Uh, follow. Uh, and then also follow us uh, that same name on TikTok. I've been a lot more active on that. We're doing some fun stuff, some highlights on like the main stars for the movies and stuff. You know, I'm trying to create some more content for you guys to kind of get a little more background on the movies and uh, be yeah. a little more uh, um. Just trying to be more active. Yeah, trying to be more uh, part of the community. Uh, follow uh, our personal Instagrams. You'll find those uh, all linked at the main movie po- Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever pod. Uh, shameless plug. Please follow my dog's Instagram, the underscore desert underscore star, and her TikTok, Desert Star 2. Post daily content on both. Very adorable. Very cute. Um... um, um but yeah, uh, so yeah, since this was Lee's week movie, my movie next week will be um, Land Before... Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad with time names. So what was my movie, Lee? <laughs> oh, God. So Sterling's going to pick the Will Ferrell comedy... Remake. Land- yeah, remake of the, the old 70s TV show, Land of the Lost. Yes. I wanted you to say that. <laughs> no, yes, this is gonna be. It's gonna be a much different movie from this week's movie. Yeah. I mean, not like this movie was a super depressing movie. It's not gonna be much different. It's gonna be much different from everything Lee's shown prior to this movie. This is probably Lee's happiest movie, which is the funniest thing. Uh, kind of goes oh. to shows Lee's personality. Like you get Reservoir Dogs, which is just everyone dies, sadness. <laughs> do the right thing, where it's like this conflicting end message. Like, oh, did they do the right thing? Fucking uh, uncut the gems. uncut gems. Just, just oh well, he just shot in the face. The, the entire time no one. Yeah. I guess maybe that girl's gonna have a million dollars now. Maybe <laughs> if the wife doesn't take it all. Um, and then this one, where like, well, everyone's happy. But still addicted to cocaine and not able to see and their kids. <laughs> still. And the AIDS epidemic is about to hit. <laughs> Crack. And the porn star that he's based off gets AIDS <laughs> and dies from it. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, yep. And then meanwhile, we all know my movie. <laughs> but so, yeah, this one will be a fun just. I'm excited to see Lee rea- Lee's reaction to this one. After getting Lee's reaction last week to. Oh, yeah. A little old man coming out. I'm I'm excited to see him coming out for this new next one. <laughs> I think you will see him a lot. I think you guys will enjoy next week's episode. I hope once, you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Heated reactions. Yes. This. Uh, uh, yeah. Hope the podcast is becoming more entertaining. I hope you guys are seeing us progress. But uh, we're gonna end it there. Um, yep. Yep. Hope you guys have a great week. Hope you have a great time, and we'll see you next time. Uh. Enjoy being well endowed. No. You don't even know what that means. 
You motherfucker, you ruined the end of my podcast.